quarantine, you know the vibes. Zoom. You already know it's your boy casting over this episode eight with quarantine questions on rap TV. Yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul. What's good, y'all? We got Casanova in the building, virtually, of course, for Quarantine Questions on Rap TV. And I'm your host, Proto Goat. What's good, bro? How's it going? Hanging in there. Same, different toilet now. <laughs> I see, I see. And by the way, man, congratulations on Stress. You just recently dropped that, man. What's the reception on it? Um, You know, it was just a mood, man. It was a mood. I was feeling kind of down. I wasn't really even going to record it. Then I just said, you know what? That's what I'm gonna do, and, and I just put my little, pull my heart out real quick. Bad, bad. And you are you doing a music video for that, or? Um, it's, it's something might might be in there. Something might be in the mix. Something might be in the works. Okay, bad, bad. And then you also recently dropped a music video for the song COVID nineteen that you just did with J Glow, man. Oh yeah, um, yeah, J Glow, he a dope artist, man. Uh. He won uh, my mixtape little competition I'll be doing every Sunday. Uh, I told him I was going to give him a free feature, so that's what I did. Bet. Yeah, I, I was peeping that, too. Like, shout out to that competition. I feel like it's great that you're putting on for up-and-coming artists, you know what I mean, and really giving them some shine. Yeah, definitely. Um, I kind of listen to everybody tape on my mixtape, you know, um, and uh it's, it's nothing to do. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, true. it's like, yeah, I, so Why not? <laughs> you just jump on it. You know, yeah, I, 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 I believe in giving back a little. You know what I'm saying? But, but. And um, speaking of COVID-19, and this is your quarantine interview, um, what have you been doing during the lockdown, man? Working out, jerking off. Man. Okay. <laughs> nah, man. Um, just regular, like, working out, uh, reading books, watching movies. Watching a million Netflix movies. Um, you see Tiger King? Yeah, I saw Tiger King. I saw you take a picture, a video with a tiger. Were you there? Yeah, I was actually with the guy that was on Tiger King. That was crazy. Which guy was it? I don't. I don't remember his name. It's the guy that I got the video on my Instagram. Everybody was saying it like that's the same guy that was in Tiger King. What was the place at? Oh God, uh, Doc, Doc, that's Doc Ansel. Yeah, Doc. Yeah. Did you th did you see anything weird when you were over there? Like any like nah, all the I women? All the... <laughs> nah, he definitely got mad girls. He got mad girls. But nothing out of the ordinary. <laughs> nothing out of the ordinary. We stayed in one of his mansions. It was cool. I enjoyed it. It was dope. So I don't know. But uh, other than that, I'm, I'm recording, man. Making music. Got the home studio. Okay. And uh, you also had the um, the poster where you like. You kind of apologize for the whole thing because you realize that the coronavirus is more serious than you originally had thought it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least you didn't get donkey today for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I should have got donkey today. <laughs> but um, I can't lie. Um, little stuff that I I see now makes me want to just go outside and act a fool, mm -hmm. and not like I see police taking advantage of people. Oh, that, yeah. that's not gonna fight back. So that's that's really, like even when they was doing that to me, uh, I wasn't with it, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? If Lucky didn't get ugly like that, cause we all would have been to jail. I, don't, I, I, I hate cops that are 
hands on for no reason. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. Our, and that are bullies, you know what I'm saying? I hate bullies, period. But um, what they doing to people is crazy, man. They just punch you in your face and they're not doing that to Jews. The Jews is outside, outside. No face mask, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And they bear yeah. with them, like asking them to get moved and stuff like that. So you know it's a racial thing, but um, seeing that makes me want to really go outside and do some things. But you know, yeah, that needs to hear there. Yeah, and I think didn't you go like go visit a hospital or something? And that was kind of yeah. why you King, King County. Yeah, you saw a lot of people. I saw a lot of people just laying sick on the floor and stuff like that. And then yeah. you know, it, it's not a game. It's not a joke. Do you know anybody who got affected by it or no? Oh, uh, of course, of course, okay. a lot of people. Of course, That's crazy. And you kind of went from you kind of went from we outside to to we inside, and then you started yeah. the OnlyFans account, right? That's the one of the back, right? Then yeah, then I had to go get my, I had to go south for on them. <laughs> I had to go south for on them, man. <laughs> And then I and I also saw that um academics made a post saying that you were basically finessing all the girls saying that they were seeing the same shit that was on your Instagram <laughs> paying the fifty dollars for nothing. <laughs> you making me hot, man. You make me lose my money, man. <laughs> academic messing with my pockets, man. He hating. But shit, you were charging more than Safari, so <laughs> yeah, that's it. Rich nigga, rich nigga shit. Yeah, it is what it is, but. But yeah, man, you've also had, honestly, like, you've had one of the craziest careers that I think I've ever seen or heard about. And um, and most people know about, you know, your jail stories and stuff. But, you know, do you mind if we take it back a little bit one time, a few years Talk back? Talk about it. What's up? All right. So, so growing up, your mom had a big house. And she said that it was the only black house on the block, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm actually curious to know a little bit about her background. Like, she seems like she raised you on your own, and I heard an accent too. Like, where is she from originally? Like, how did she, she from Panama? Come up? Okay, and then how did she like build up her, you know, career? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, but I know she worked, she worked for Chase Bank. She was like uh, the vice president of Chase Bank at the time when I was younger, but um, she retired. But uh, yeah, I was just running wild. Okay. Wild kid, kind of spoiled a little, yeah, and, um, and just taking advantage, you know, trying to fit in. Yeah, and she um she also said that you guys went to church when you were little. That's funny because I'm actually like when I was younger coming up, I was also Seventh Day Adventist too, and I didn't know too many people that were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that's crazy, right? Because once you were Seventh Day Adventist, it's like it's like being a black Jew. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> you believe in everything the Jews believe in. Exactly. Sundown, stuff like that. And you go to church on Saturday? Yeah, definitely. Do you remember anything from those days? At all? Yeah, I remember everything. Like when you were little at church and stuff? Anything that stood out to you? I remember I was in the choir. (laughs) Okay, okay. I learned how to play the piano, too. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Do you still play a little bit? or Here and there. But only only thing I know is Chase songs. <laughs> okay, okay. And also growing up, you speak a lot, you know, about you had the phase where you were trying to be accepted. And um, 
and about your friends also having a lot less than what you did as a kid do you yeah. think that you might have felt a little bit guilty because you had more than they did so you kind of feel like that might have played a role into your acceptance because you were like definitely hey, again i said like trying to fit in you know i didn't need to do it but i did it just to be equal with them so they wouldn't look at me like uh you, you don't gotta do this so you don't want to do this so i just wanted to be accepted you know what i'm saying but now it is what it is it, you can't take none of that to the bank with you so live and you learn and then obviously you were in jail back and forth for a few years and you speak a lot about your jail stories and stuff some people may not know this but you actually met asap rocky in jail right <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> And for the new people tuning in, can you kind of give us a brief, like, history right there? Like, a story of, like, how you guys met and stuff? Um, quick story. We was in the bullpen. Uh, there's new admissions. I've been to jail already probably, like, three times. Um, I'm, like, 16 years old. Rocky's probably, like, 16, 17. I don't know. Um, he come in. He like, yo, how, how you get to keep those sneakers? And I'm like, man, I've been doing this. A long time, man. He like, yo, why they took my sneakers? I'm like, maybe because they don't think they don't want you in nothing, nothing, no fighting or whatever the case may be. Anyway, I'm telling you, listen, this is the rules. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And again, I didn't, I don't even know what I was telling to him, but he was just so skinny. I was just like feeling like, yo, let me put him on the game before he get in the dorm in the cell block where he get ugly. You know what I'm saying? So. We end up going to the same cell block, and uh, we got cool. Um, he got in a fight. I helped him out. Uh, I, that's that's the short story. <laughs> and he said you were trying to take over the house, right? You went for the big dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that part too. <laughs> And then there was something wrong with um sitting at a table, right? You told them don't sit at a table, or they're gonna try don't to like, jump the, you. Mm -hmm. Don't sit at the table because um it's like certain people sit at the table. If you're not them certain people, you shouldn't be sitting at the table. And he couldn't grab a chair either, right? Mm -mm. You acting like you know about it. <laughs> <laughs> you had to just stand up and eat, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a fact. But and then did you did you end up and I was just curious about this, did you meet any other guys back in jail that ended up being like famous rappers or anything? Mm -mm. I wouldn't say. No, nah, I wouldn't say. Okay. And then and then I was also searching for this. Um, since you've been out, have you and ASAP got on a track together? Have there been any songs? No, I got a track with him. Actually I got a track with him and Pharrell did the beat. I'm just waiting for Pharrell to Pharrell to finish the beat so okay. we could put it out. But you know, Pharrell is a busy man. Pharrell, finish that beat, please. <laughs> Bet, and then, I mean, that would be a dope music video too with you two on it. Yeah, definitely. But, and then also, you know, some people may know, may not know, but you were in solitary confinement for about two years and being in a cell kind of, I'm sure makes you appreciate, you know, the little things a little bit more like, you know, like when you said that you told a girl to spray perfume on a letter so you could smell it and rub it on your pillow, and like that was important. Oh, you did your homework. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you do you do a lot of crazy things when you're in jail, man. Everything counts. Just seeing certain things and pictures and letters, all that thing that count more than anything. And pictures are more important than letters, right? Yeah, I think pictures and letters like equal up to each other because. 
Vicious Connors forever, but you could read a letter, keep reading it, reading it, especially in solitary confinement. I was I was also curious. So like after you get out, do you save all those? Do you have like a shoebox with everything in it or like do you... I got I got I got a shoebox. <laughs> I got a shoebox. It's memories and sometimes you need them so you can be grateful for where you at now. For sure, for sure. Were there any other small things like that that you can remember that were like a big deal or like you, you thought were a big deal? Uh, butt pictures. Okay. I used to, you get those. <laughs> you get those. They send you those and be like, yeah, you need those. Because they don't even let you have magazines in there, right? Now, sometimes you get magazines, but then it's always good when it's somebody you, you you already you know okay okay and um and honestly just thinking back you know all that time in jail you spent do you regret anything um nah because everything made you who you are everything made me who i am today man i probably would i probably would have been dead the way i was going i probably would have been dead you know mm. i think i needed jail to calm me down Okay. And then what would you say was a turning point where like, because a lot of times, and I, you know, I was, I was watching and reading about this too. A lot of times you'd come out and, and pretty much the same day or the next day, you'd be out doing the exact same thing that got you in. Like at what point was it a turning point and and change that? My turning point probably was when I started getting money. Once I started getting money, it was like, I didn't need to do that no more. You know, I just, I, Robbie just was just like my only source of income until I started hanging with the right people and getting some change. Mm -hmm. And I, and I've seen you say this too before that, that robbers are just haters. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like taking anything from somebody you think don't deserve it, that put in their hard work, you're just a hater. You can't get to yourself. So you take Mm -hmm. it, you know. Not knocking the robbers, that's what I was, and just that's what it is. When you take it on somebody's envious malices, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm saying. But like I said, once you get money, you become become the hunter. Right. You become the hunted. So now you know. Do you ever get paranoid or no? Nah, I move like a robber every day. I, I'm I'm hip. I see the same <laughs> car twice. I'm paranoid like a motherfucker. Those things must be ingrained in you, right? The instincts. It's programmed. A nigga robbed me, he lucky, because I see everything coming. No doubt, no doubt. And then moving on to your music career, too. Shout out to Taxstone, man. Free Tax. He really believed in you, right? That's a fact. Free him. And even back then, he was out there telling people that, you know, even before you were one, but he was out there telling people that you were a real artist and had a ton of music, and you only had one song back then. One right? song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. One song. That's it. And was it "Don't Run"? Don't run. That's it. Okay. Okay. And I and I remember you saying that at first you thought rappers how they made music, right? You thought that they would just go in the booth and just freestyle just the whole thing and just kill it. <laughs> but when you see them in the studio, just punching in, you're like, "Hold on, I can do this. This just might be me too." Yeah. And then, how long would you say it took you to do that first song altogether? On the first song, I don't, I don't even remember no more. But I, I know it wasn't long. Okay. It was just, it wasn't long at all. You just punching in. Uh huh. Okay, and I think you rapped about eight bars, and you thought it was sixteen, right? 
Yeah, I didn't know what the, <laughs> I didn't know what was what. Like, I didn't know what a bridge was, a hook, none of that. I don't even know how I made the song, truthfully. Yeah. And then was down in the DM before or after that song? Um that was before. That was a freestyle. It okay. go down when you trapping. Yeah. Okay. Was that like a for real freestyle or like you wrote it? Nah, I wrote it. Oh, okay. Thanks. And then also, you know, shout out to your Patek Philippe watch. That's how you met Chris Brown, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so did you end up playing a one-on-one? <laughs> nah, nah, hell no. Nah. I can't play no basketball. Mm -mm. So basically, you went into a jewelry store. You met Low. Uh -huh. Right? And you guys both have purchased the exact same watch. Mm -hmm. And, he was, and he was looking for a spot to eat. And then that's how you guys got cool, right? Yep. And then he took me to meet Chris Brown. And from there... It was off to the races. I ended up on tour with Chris Brown. How long? How long between the day you met Low and the day that Chris asked you out on tour? Would you say? Um, probably like six months. Okay. Okay. And so during that time, were you still recording or? Um, here and here, like again, it wasn't really. Once he, he told me to go on tour, then I had to drop a mixtape, and then I just dropped the mixtape. <laughs> Yeah. So okay. So so going on tour. I mean, I'm sure it was a very different experience for you. Um, what was one thing that you that you learned just watching Chris Brown perform that you kind of took in for your performance? Um, I would have to say pause. Like, learn have that. You just gotta have that. You just gotta have. And you gotta protect your energy, especially on tour. Like yeah. waking up in the morning, knowing where to take it down because everybody's having fun every night. Mm -hmm. He's a great performer, man. I don't know how you do all those back flips, front flips, and <laughs> party in the night and do it again in the morning. I don't know. I just learned so much from him, man. He's a great guy. And I'm and I'm just curious how how like how are you performing a whole set if you just had those two songs like did you drop the mixtape before that or I dropped the mixtape right before tour <laughs> okay. okay just so you have music to to perform right yeah right before oh, cool. tour bet and then was that like a long tour was it a few months or yeah it was long like three months or two months um and another big moment for you was the So Brooklyn challenge with Fabulous right um. Yeah, that definitely was was one. That, that that challenge went crazy. Yeah, and the and the whole world seemed to jump on the different versions and having you know their own challenges. Was there one that rapper that stood out to you when you were watching those that like really did um, good? Nah, not one. I think the whole Philly killed it though. Philly, the whole Philly, Philly. Oh, oh for sure. Philly put that 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 battle in a headlock. For sure, for sure. See, Herbo went off crazy too. He went <laughs> yeah, he off crazy. But yeah, he like, did. As a whole of people, I think Philly went the most crazy. No doubt. I mean, they're known for spitters in general, like Cassidy, mm -hmm. fucking Freeway, me. Yeah, they went crazy. And then speaking of Fabulous and that whole era of New York rap, I'm just really curious to know what your personal top five greatest rappers are, in your opinion. Uh, I'm going to say. Mm. Biggie, Jay Z, Fifty Cent, 
Big pun. Okay. And Nas. That's a solid. That's a solid five. <laughs> that's like. But I forgot. Five. I forgot. I take Nas off to put Tupac. I post to okay. put Tupac right next to Biggie. Okay. Okay. So Biggie, Tupac, Fifty Cent, Big no, Pun, Biggie, Tupac, Jay Z, Fifty Cent, and Big Pun. Okay, facts. That's a solid. That's a solid ass five. And speaking of Jay Z, obviously you're signed to the Rock. Um, I'm sure you've had you know several conversations with them throughout your career. Has there ever been any advice that he's given you that stood out, or like kind of something you noticed that the way he moves that kind of you took into it? Mm, secrets, secrets, definitely secret advice, and and um. He always drop a jewel on you when he talks to you. So, for sure. the secrets, the secrets. Okay, no doubt. What's your favorite Jay Z album? Uh, my favorite Jay Z album. Let me see. I, I, all of them is like, I can't pick one. Can you? Um, I would say my personal favorite is Blueprint. Blueprint was crazy. Reasonable doubt was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's up there. Like those two, it's reasonable doubt. I can't really Blueprint. pick one because I like the hungry Jay and I like the cocky Jay, <laughs> and I like I like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I like both because I can relate to both. I guess like when you can relate to it, you know, like all right, this is when you ain't had no common sense. This is when you had sense. This is when you had money. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I like I can't really pick one, but. Facts. And he, I mean, basically your debut album usually tends to be really impactful for a lot of people because Jay-Z had his entire life of living, you know what I mean, to talk about on Reasonable Doubt, as opposed mm -hmm. to Blueprint where like he was already established, right? Definitely. Yeah. And I, and I feel like I personally like Blueprint better because I'm a huge fan of like Kanye's beats and that's mm -hmm. kind of where he shined, you know what I mean? Like crazy on Blueprint. He got so. busy. Definitely. No doubt, no doubt. And um, shit, last but not least, we usually play a game with our guests. I don't know, are you down? No, what's going on? <laughs> it's, called, it's called Smash or Pass. All right. Okay, okay. All right, what about Halle Berry? Halle Berry. Mm, the old Halle Berry was smashed, like the Monster Ball. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know about the the Holly Berry. Now I didn't see her in a, a long time. I don't know if it's worth it. Okay, okay. And uh, what about Tiana Taylor? No, no, no. That's my man, girl. I'm not. Doing oh, that. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> you thinking about that one? <laughs> Jay been around the world, man. I'll pass on that. It ain't everybody had that. Okay, okay. What about Britney Spears? Nah, Britney Spears is washed up. Okay, damn. Even what? What about old school Britney? Lit. Yeah. yeah okay. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. And uh, last but not least, we got Nicki Minaj. Nah, that's my. Oh, oh yeah, that's your man. Reason. I can't. I can't. I, got you, I got can't you. do that. That's the homie. True. True. So yeah, man. Well, appreciate you coming out. Appreciate you playing the game. Um, what else you got coming up that we can be on the lookout for? 
Um, project coming soon, man. Project coming soon this year. I don't know what to call it yet. Okay, you don't have a, a summer, fall? Mm, summer. Let's say summer or fall. Okay. Or fall, fall, okay. fall. Bet, bet. And then what should we look out for the next music video? Um, Coming soon. The next music. I got, uh, yeah, coming soon. It's definitely coming soon. I'm trying to figure out when I'm going to do it or how I'm going to do it. So I'm trying to put some stuff together, but it's coming soon. Okay, bet that, bet that. All right, so yeah, man, thanks for coming out and staying inside at the same time. This was Quarantine Questions with Rap TV, and I'm your host, Proto Goat. Make sure you subscribe and hit that notification bell. We drop interviews every week, Wednesdays and Fridays. And one last time, let's give it up for Casanova. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can quarantine the body, but you can't quarantine my soul.